Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. This is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. And today, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite bets for the Super Bowl. That's right, some best bets going on. We're going to break the game down even further. Last week, we did our preview where we did our first take with Matthew Friedman and Joe Ranieri. If you missed that, go back and listen and or watch on our YouTube channel for Betting Pros. Subscribe when you do because it's good for your health. And also... Today, we're going to look at the game from a new perspective because we have two new people here to talk about that. Pat Fitzmorris, of course, back from Vegas, uh, where you're supposed to go put some money down for me. We'll talk about that later in the show and see how that worked out. And stepping in at last minute because Matthew Freeman was out of power, uh, which is, you know, very not not him himself. We plug him back in every single day at the end of the day. But his actual area was out of power, some electrical storm. So Derek Brown, D-Bro, the King of Bros, is going to join us. And we're going to break down the game, break down the boys' favorite bets, not the props. That's coming tomorrow. And, of course, don't forget, at 1 p.m. Eastern, we've got our live stream. Me, Matt Peralt, Matt Friedman, everybody's name Matt except me. 1 p.m. Eastern, live stream, taking your questions, talking about the big game, Super Bowl 57, of course. And uh, we are brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. So if you haven't made wagers yet or you're thinking about it, go now. Download the BetMGM app and get going. Gentlemen, we've had just about our fill now. We've had Super Bowl for two weeks. I always get like this when we do the Super Bowl shows. You know, it's like, yes, yes, it's one game. We're going to sit here, overthink everything, all that stuff. But I like that the fact that we're getting two new perspectives here on this. Now, Pat, here you go. This is the situation. The floor is going to be yours. The Kansas City Chiefs. One and a half point underdog still to the Philadelphia Eagles. That is still the case. It's the case it was last week. It's the case it is right now. This is coming straight from bettingpros.com. 50 and a half is the number for the over under. 51, you can get over on DK because they like to be a little different. But right now, 50 and a half is the consensus pretty much everywhere. And Kansas City are getting plus 105 on the money line. So, Pat, walk me through your vision of this game. Write your narrative and win us some money. Well, Joe, um, I'm kind of frustrated that I think these lines are spot on. Like, I think the line and the total are just spot on. And I, I really have a hard time, like, generating much enthusiasm for either side of the spread, either side of the total. When it first came out, um, I like the Chiefs in the underdog role. I think Patrick Mahomes is like seven and two against the spread lifetime as an underdog. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts is away from Philadelphia, I think like six and 12 against the spread for his career. Um, so I put something down on the Chiefs on the money line and got plus 105. Like that was mm -hmm. my first thing. But the more I look at the Eagles, I wonder if that was the right play. They're just so well built, they have a great offensive line. They have a terrific dual threat quarterback. They have three very good pass catchers with A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard. They have a, a good trio of running backs. And then on defense, you know, the number one pass defense, uh, DVOA, the most sacks by any team in the regular season since 1984, Monsters of the Midway, Chicago Bears. Great pair of outside cornerbacks in uh, Darius Slay and James Bradbury. Like They are just so well-constructed. So I kind of, you know, I, the more I thought about it, I wanted to get out of that position of, of having <laughs> bet the Chiefs with a little plus money on the money line. So I, I don't think if the Chiefs win, it's, it's not going to be a blowout. They're not going to blow out this Eagles team. I think they're just too good. But I could potentially see if things go wrong for the, the 
uh, Chiefs, if, if those receivers just can't get any separation against these corners, if they just can't keep the Philadelphia pass rush at bay. So I took an alternative spread and I bet the mm. Eagles minus 13 and a half at plus 442. So, you know, if it's a tight game, if the Eagles win by seven, I'm going to lose everything. But, you know, if, <laughs> if the Chiefs the win, house, the if kids, the, Chiefs, the car, exactly. If the, if the Chiefs win or if it's a Philly blowout, I am, uh, you know, potentially going to win here. And on the total, I'm just, I don't even know if I'm going to touch the total. Like, I think it's just so spot on and I could make mm-hmm. a plausible argument for either side of it over or under. I could see this playing out either way. I mean, I honestly, I mean, I think this could very easily be a 27, 24 game where it's just right there on the number. Uh, very, uh, very similar to our conversations on the fantasy pro side yesterday in terms mm-hmm. of score. That was some of the scores that we were throwing out uh, just yesterday on that recording. It's funny because the perspective of Joe Ranieri and Matthew Friedman last week was chiefs, chiefs roll, chiefs go. And it's great to hear somebody else kind of bring that other side to it. To be honest with you, Pat, I kind of feel the same way you do about every line here on the game itself. I've got investments in the game, but not on the game itself yet, which to me screams, if you don't see value there, you wait and you wait for in-game live betting and you wait and see if somebody's down by a touchdown or something like that or 10 points at half. And then you look for where that spread is there. And then you go ahead, you make a wager there, because I think that's the only way to really make money on the game itself in this one. To be honest, it's just, it's not like you're getting that big underdog. It's not like you're getting, you know, a situation where these teams are very close. You make a good point too about these corners who are excellent, but Travis Kelsey is the guy, right? I mean, if you're going to get mismatches on the linebackers, Kelsey's going to be that dude, you know, trying to beat them with your wide receivers. Anyway, it's not really the game of the Kansas City Chiefs. They don't have Tyreek Hill anymore, but it's that question, Debro, of whether or not the Eagles are for real or not and battle-tested enough in the NFC. It's one thing to look good in the NFC. It's another thing to look good in the AFC. The Chiefs have looked good in the AFC, beating premium quarterbacks on a pretty regular basis. And... I know we talked about this yesterday on the Fantasy Pros pod, but you were Mr. Eagle in the summer. You were talking about this Eagles offense, Mm -hmm. how good it was going to be. You were talking about this Eagles team. And sure enough, here we are. It is the 9th of February, and we're still talking about the Eagles. So let's get another perspective here on this game. Once again, you're looking at the Eagles being one and a half point favorites, 50 and a half, unless you're at DK at 51, plus 105 is the money line. D, what do you think about this line here on this game? And do you see any value at this point that you want to invest in? Not really. I mean, to be honest, all all these lines are spot on. I'm with Pat in that instance. Um, you can tickle my fancy a little bit on the 50 and a half. Well, on HR told me over. I can't do that. They said, don't <laughs> tickle anyone's fancy anymore. I won't tell anybody, Joe. I promise. This all is right. kind of like Vegas and Mobile. What happens here stays here. Okay. So <laughs> just saying. But Vegas and Mobile? Mobile, Mobile is the very other much place? like Vegas. Whatever happens at I Beats did. stays at Beats. Just going to say. I, I did. Wow. I got to go travel there. Throw anyway. There. <laughs> um, but looking at this game overall, man, like I. All these lines are extremely good. I think the if looking at the total at the 50 and a half, I am willing to take the over there if I'm pressed on any of these lines. Like the money line, even for the Chiefs at plus 105 is not enough for me to really go that direction. In a game that, yes, like the Eagles are one and a half favorites, 
I would not have been surprised ever since this opened if this moved more to a pick'em. And I still won't be surprised if we get late line movement. Now, at this point in the week, is that probably We've been happens? waiting for that. No. And it still hasn't happened yet, which hasn't is fascinating. Happened. And it's because the Super Bowl is such a public game and so many people come out of the woodwork to bet on it too. So it yep. changes the perspective a little bit of it. But I keep going back to the same thing where I just mentioned, which is, you know, if the Eagles are down by 10 at half mm-hmm. and you get three to one on them, Yep. I think that's an investment to make. I would say the same thing yeah. if the Chiefs were down by 10 and a half. I'd be looking to put, you know, two and a half to one or three to one money there. To me, that's how you make money on the game itself is you kind of wait for it mm-hmm. to unfold. Because, you know, I, I just it's really hard to see the wiggle room here and the way it's been set up. It is. It's tough. And that it, it, and honestly, the reasons you're saying to live bet it because you see both of these teams have extremely talented offenses. Both of them have the ability to come back from these types of deficits. So if you're getting plus money live betting it, that that's kind of the reasons why, like, I kind of like going over on the total, because if you look at this game as a whole, like a lot of games in the playoffs or just in the NFL in general can be dragged down by one side or the other, how fast these teams are running. You know, we, you and I have talked about it the entire season about when you played Tennessee, they love to drag down the pace. They Mm -hmm. love to make it a disgusting game. Both of these teams run at an extremely high pace. And that's why we were talking about uh, with Jim previously on the fantasy pros podcast that like, I like a lot of the overs in some of this game because The fact is, I look at the play volume, and I think it's going to be fantastic because the Chiefs, we know they're going to run fast. They're going to run a lot of plays. The Eagles have not been pushed an entire game for most of the season to do that. They run a lot of no huddle. They run at a fast pace. And if the Chiefs pushed in the entire game, you're going to get fantastic play volume uh, amounts in this game. So lots of plays, lots of scoring, lots of scoring attempts. And that's why if I'm going to be pressed to take anything here, I'll take the over on the 50 and a half. But past that, I'm probably just staying away from the rest of it. I think you'll know if the over is going to come in early in this game. I think you're going to see oh, yeah. it. You know, if Reed. these teams come out flat and that happens so many times, the first quarter of the Super Bowl typically is very flat. Teams haven't played in a while. They're playing an opponent they're not used to. Everyone's mm-hmm. kind of feeling each other out. The adrenaline's pumping. If you get a score on that first drive, even a field goal, that's that bodes well if you put the money on the over, I think. But you're going to get a scoreless first quarter. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a real tough game of catch up. You might want to, once again, wait for a little time to unfold in this game, then attack it in the game itself. To me, that is the approach with this Super Bowl, with these two teams and how it looks. Let's take a quick break in the action to tell you about BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today with BetMGM and use that promo code BETTINGPROS when you do. And your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. And don't forget to use that promo code bettingpros. That's one word, bettingpros, when you sign up today. And now, back to the action. We've seen, again, very little movement here. Actually, almost no movement. And if you're looking for any of the movement, make sure that you have that Betting Pros app, too, so you can stay on this if it does move to even or if it does move in the next 24 to 48 hours. And, of course, we'll have you covered, too. Don't forget, live stream on Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be fantastic live talking to you all about uh, some of the best bets we can make here on this one. All right. So let's chat about this here. We're going to talk about the boys' favorite bets here. And these are non-player prop bets, which means that if you want the player props, well, Pat Fitzmorris is going to have you covered, I believe, tomorrow. Yes, Pat, that's going to be your uh, your lot in life. I just did a whole video of my 10 favorite bets. and It's a big mix of things. So this is just bets surrounding the game. 
So, Pat, let's talk about the first one on your list, and we'll go to Debro. We'll go a little back and forth action for you. So, non-player prop, give me one of your favorite bets this weekend for the Super Bowl. Yeah, when I was pouring through these, and and man, it takes a while to get through them all because you can bet on virtually anything <laughs> about this game. Virtually anything? Pretty much Literally anything. everything. Yeah. yeah. So um, one that kind of stood out to me, and I, uh, you know, had to plunge into this and and research it a bit to see if you know it it stood out after I had parsed it a bit more. Jersey number of first touchdown scorer over 11.5 and you get this. plus money on this it's actually like this. juiced towards under 11.5 it's plus 105 if you take over 11 and a half so for the chiefs the ways that i could lose this wager are with jarek mckinnon number one isaiah mm-hmm. pacheco number 10 juju smith schuster number nine mvs number 11 and the eagles who could thwart this bet are aj brown number 11 devonta smith number six Jalen Hurts, number one. That's the big one. And then, you know, maybe Zach Pascal, number three. That'd be kind of an upset. <laughs> um, but, you know, you get some big guns with the Chiefs, with Kelsey, um, you know, and then maybe some supporting guys, Kadarius Tony, Noah Gray, Jody Fortson. The Eagles, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, all their running backs, plus Dallas Goddard. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in two playoff games, Five of the Eagles' nine touchdowns have been scored by the running backs, and one of the other four was scored by Dallas Goddard. So six of their nine touchdowns in the playoffs by guys wearing jersey numbers higher than 11 and a half. And, uh, you know, for the Chiefs, like, I'm, I'm big on that Travis Kelsey. I, I know we don't want to talk about player props, and, uh, you know, I'm going to put something on Travis Kelsey first touchdown at plus 700 um mm-hmm. I, I feel that's you know pretty good price for him so yeah i, I like getting plus money on this one sure. i think it's uh mm-hmm. you know it should be more like an even money bet but i think this one looks pretty good i kind of have a feeling it's going to be one of those eagles running backs punching it in first i like it it's outside the box it's different i have not heard anyone talk about this wager and i feel like i've heard everyone talk about every single wager so this is fantastic all right d bro let's go to you for one of your favorite bets on the board for super bowl 57 what do you got all right well we're we're essentially going to call this the Kadarius tony bet okay ah. mm. any player to have a pass completion a reception and a rushing attempt is plus 900 on dk right now and i mean look at Kadarius tony three passing attempts for the giants last year you cannot sit here and tell me that andy reed does not have some type of trickery up his sleeve if we see them playing ring around the rosy before they line up and sit here and and call a play i'm not ruling anything out with andy reed so tony had the passing attempts last year we know the trick plays are in andy reed's bag and when he's in his bag man all all bets are off and he's also had six rushing attempts since he's been with the chiefs so you're getting plus 900 on this. I know it sounds kind of wild, but I mean, it's Kadarius Tony. They're using him in all different facets. Um, I would like this a little bit more if it was like plus a thousand, a little bit higher, but it was still at plus 900. I- I'm still interested. Well, it's interesting too, because we have the uh, news on Kadarius Tony that he is running all over the place at practice whatever that means. So, and this is the all I need to, for him to do the is throw vacuum all of the, the Super Bowl <laughs> creates such an annoying thing where everybody farts and it's a story and we've got to talk, you know, <laughs> but I will say this, I will say this, a healthy Kadarius Tony is definitely a gadget. And without having me call Hardman around, I don't think this is that crazy. I mean, you could throw a small unit on this just for fun 
and mm-hmm. at plus 900 still be very happy about it. I think that's kind of a fun thing. That's over on DK. All right, Pat, let's go back to you for another one of your favorite bets here for Super Bowl 57 on Sunday. What do you have? All right, this one is sort of uh, correlated with my jersey number bet. Um, it's ah. first first Ooh. touchdown type, rushing or passing. And I took rushing for plus 160. So, you know, getting some a good payout here if the first touchdown is a touchdown run. In the regular season, the Eagles had 25 touchdown passes and 32 touchdown runs. And in the playoffs so far, two touchdown passes, seven touchdown runs. So not only all of those running backs who've been piling up touchdowns in the playoffs, but of course, Jalen Hurts himself. And, you know, with the, the Chiefs, not quite as well balanced there. Uh, they've had 41 touchdown passes in the regular season, 18 touchdown runs, and no touchdown runs for them in the playoffs. But, I mean, we know the Eagles have a fantastic pass defense. Talked about that at the top of the show. Number one in DVOA, number one in sacks. The run defense, not as good. I mean, they're 21st in DVOA against the run, although granted they have been a lot better since November when they traded for, or not traded for, but uh, signed Indama Kong, Sue, and Linval Joseph. And they also got Jordan Davis, that big mm-hmm. uh, defensive tackle rookie from Georgia back from an injury that had kept him out about a month. So I think from week 13 on, they've been number eight maybe in DVOA against the run like they've been better but I think that's still the way you want to attack them and uh, you know maybe that boosts the Chiefs running percentage a little bit more than it otherwise would be just because this Eagles pass defense is so tough so I think if the Eagles score first very good chance it's a running touchdown and I think there's even a little bit of a chance that on the Chiefs first score that that would be a running touchdown so I think getting plus 160 on this bet is a pretty good proposition. Well, we get Miles Sanders scoring a touchdown first. Pat Fitzmore is somewhere around 642 Eastern time is going to be very excited because he's going to cash not <laughs> once, but twice on that narrative. I like that. Build your narrative, folks. That's what we're trying to do here. All right, D-Bro, back to you. Give me another one of your favorite bets for Sunday. I'm going to stay on the Chiefs side. I'm going to go with Isaiah Pacheco to be the fastest ball carrier. You can get this at plus 450 on DK. I love in this. the playoffs, Isaiah Pacheco is tied with Jalen Waddle for the second fastest ball carrier speed in the playoffs at 20.97 miles per hour. Nobody else has come close to that on either side of the aisle for these teams. And with Pacheco, that came on a 39-yard rush in the divisional round. You look at the Eagles, and Pat's talked about this a few different times. The way that you can beat them, it's a little bit easier, is on the ground. This team is top five in explosive pass rate allowed, but if we look over to the rushing side, they're 21st in explosive run rate allowed. So all we need is for Pacheco, the Tasmanian devil himself, to get like a 20-yard run, get those legs churning, and be the fastest guy on the field and walk away with this, and we're just all just loving life. Yeah, I've got a lot of Pacheco wagers already. I've already uh, oh, add this to the uh, dabbled in the Pacheco the book there, but I, I I didn't even see this one. This is fantastic. Uh, so fastest ball carrier speed. It's amazing what they've got out there. I mean, I want I want that job. I want the job of the guy that sits there or gal who sits there and figures out well what else can we bet on in this game. I mean, it is it is stunning how this has evolved over the years and what we have in front of us. All right, no more deep stats here. Let's get to something else. What do you have here for us, 
Pat Fitzmorris, favorite bets for Sunday. What do you have next? Now, Joe, you said player prop bets on Chiefs and Eagles were forbidden, but you didn't mention other player prop bets. And of course, they've got all these lovely <laughs> cross sport bets that you can make oh, where you tie in some sort of Super Bowl <laughs> bet with the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open or one of the NBA or college basketball games going on on Sunday afternoon. And I kind of like one of those bets. It is the point total in the first half of the Super Bowl being higher than the point total for the Toronto Raptors Pascal Siakam against the Detroit Pistons on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> so bear with me a second. Um, oh, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm captivated by this. Wager. Yeah, you, as you noted, the uh, total on this game is 50 and a half or 51 at DraftKings. So we're looking at about, uh, you know, if you split that in half, 25.5 for mm -hmm. a, a one half over under. And Pascal Siakam is averaging 24.7 points per game, but that is buoyed by some really big games he's had. He's had 24 or fewer points in 11 of his last 14 games. Now, granted, this matchup seems like a good one for Siakam. The Pistons are 14 and 42. They are, you know, among the dregs of the NBA, and they are giving up 119.7 points per game, which is second most in the NBA, but that could also work in our favor with this bet. Maybe they are beating the holy hell out of the Pistons on Sunday and decide <laughs> to sit Siakam in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, when he's around the 20-point mark or something, and we, you know, coast through on this bet with Siakam cooling his heels on the bench late in that game. So uh, first half, Super Bowl point total higher than Pascal Siakam's point total against the Pistons on Sunday. Oh, and, and, and by the way, that's plus money, plus 120. So, uh, you know, another attraction here. Perfect transition. In two weeks after the NBA All-Star Game, we're going to have a fun little NBA special here on Betting Pros, taking you through the rest of season outlook. And Pat is already getting ahead there. He's already bringing these worlds together. Well done, Pat Fitzmaurice, as always. This is definitely outside the box. Love this. All right, D-Bro, close us out here with one more that you have uh, for Sunday your favorite bets that you want to go ahead and make. So I'm going to go with the last play of the game to be a quarterback kneel down. And I'm actually going to take it not happening for plus money. It's at plus 155. So if you look at, and I think the chiefs are, the, are what's critical to this one, we have a tight spread. So if this game ends up being one of these teams are driving at the last part of the game, going for a field goal, what have you. Okay. Then we hit. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs games, 53% of their games this season have ended without a kneel down. So teams getting, whether it's been a sack, whether it's been a run, whether it's been a play or pass, what have you. And I just think this game sets up really well for one of these teams to have the ball at the end of the game and be going for the win and this not to be a kneel down situation. So I think the Kansas City Chiefs are probably the team that like really need to hold up that part of the end because – with this spread, we, we're not projecting either one of these teams to blow the other out. So as long as that's not happening, mm -hmm. I really feel good about this, especially getting this a plus money. Yeah, you know, what's interesting about this one, too, we talk so much about how, whether it be the Bills or the Chiefs, you know, they really didn't put teams mm -hmm. away very well uh, throughout the season. Even when they were winning games, didn't put people away. Uh, that would certainly leave the door open to this as well. Pat, what do you think about this one? This is an interesting one where you're kind of writing the narrative of the ending of this game. The QB Neal, a plus 155. I want to get your uh, thoughts on this one. 
Yeah, this was on my short list too when I was uh, compiling possibilities. This was, uh, you know, why when I was winnowing it down, it didn't make the top three, <laughs> but you know, I'd sketch it out about eight, nine, ten bets that I liked, and this was among them. I could very easily see this one ending on a field goal. Uh, you know, maybe someone kicks a field goal with a couple seconds late and you get some sort of uh, crazy multiple lateral kickoff in the final seconds. Um, yeah, I, I think Debro is spot on and, and getting this like the price is right for this bet, I think. Yeah, some agree. really good ones, some outside the box, a little cross pollination with different sports. We did it all here today and also gave you a path for the game itself, which is, in my opinion, wait. Let the game get going and then see where it's going and then go the other way. And that's how you're going to make money on the game itself. But lots of ways to make money. Pat Fitzmaurice tomorrow is going to have more ways on his favorite prop bets. That's going to be must-see television and must-listen podcast as well. Make sure you subscribe to Betting Pros wherever you get your pods. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we love to hear from you. Drop a comment. What are your favorite bets? Let's all do this together. That's the point. So if you see something out there that's good, Drop it in the comments there. What do you have your investments in? And don't forget, Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern, make sure you subscribe to Betting Pros YouTube channel and click that little bell till it goes ding so you don't miss the notification because we're going live. Matt Peralt, Matthew Friedman, Matthew Pizapia, all of us. Oh, maybe not Matthew Pizapia, just Joe Pizapia. I'll be there. But it's going to be a great time talking Super Bowl, talking wagering, talking the game, taking your questions. It's going to be awesome. We want you to be a part of it. So join us 1 p.m. Eastern this Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. That's plenty of time to still go out there, have some fun with the kiddos, you know, go out there, get all the snacks you need. Plenty of time. Take care of your wagering first and foremost and do it at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Pat and Debro, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids.